To discover our purpose is to let go of every dream we've ever had for ourselves. To become a person that we've never dreamed of being and a human being that we ourselves could not recognize. Perspective is power. I'd like you to pull out your biggest dreams. Pull them out of your active imagination. Pull them off that creaky old shelf in the corner of your mind. You know that one, the one with the cobwebs and that old jar of peanut butter? Just get those dreams out. I want you to get them out and dust them off because we're going to take a fresh look at our dreams from a new perspective, and we're going to determine this one thing. What makes our dreams truly our own? What makes our dreams truly our own? Many of us simply arrived at adulthood with a boatload of conditions and expectations, none of which had anything to do with who we really are or what we really needed to be successful. These external conditions and expectations are being confused with and substituted for our actual dreams. So let's begin by writing down these five things about our dreams. Okay, you ready? Question number one, what are your biggest dreams? So your top three, what are your biggest dreams? All right. Ready to move on to number two. What's your motivation to pursue your dreams? First thing that comes to mind. What's your motivation to pursue your dreams? Number three. Who is impacted by the fulfillment of your dreams? And how are they impacted? So again, number three. Who is impacted by the fulfillment of your dreams and how are they impacted? Okay, moving on to number four. What thoughts and feelings continue to inspire your dreams? What thoughts and feelings continue to inspire your dreams? Number five and final question. What external influences, pressures, and expectations have shaped the nature of your dreams? And how are you choosing to pursue the fulfillment of your dreams? So this is a huge question. What external influences, pressures, and expectations have shaped the nature of your dreams? And how are you choosing to pursue the fulfillment of your dreams? So that's a loaded question, a big one. But it's something that we have to ask ourselves in order for us to even get to the point of fulfilling our dreams. So, yes, we all have dreams. We have good dreams. We have great dreams. Dreams of being, dreams of doing, dreams of having dreams of becoming more. Yet the world is struggling to make our dreams come true. Promises, promises. But the struggle is real. 
we are still struggling, each and every one of us, every day, to become more. So why is it that with all our desire to become who we really are, that it seems like the longer we search, the harder we try, the more we continue to feel that we're not quite there yet? Why is that? Well, there are two specific reasons. Reason number one, we feel that we're still searching We feel that we're struggling because our dreams are not our own. Number two, we're still searching and we're still struggling to get there. But why are we struggling to get there? Because there is no there to get to. We're struggling to get somewhere that we already are. There is no there to get to. Everything we are to be is within us, awaiting our recognition. So there's no need to struggle to get somewhere when all we need to do is turn our eyes and look within, and the path is there. So let's start with reason number one for why we're still searching for the fulfillment of our dreams. And reason number one was because our dreams are not our own. So let's look at this. We are born full of energy, potential, and with great purpose. Then as we grow up, we are bombarded with external influences and expectations. Get an education. Work in a profession that that pays well. Acquire the things that represent our desired status. Then leave these acquisitions as our legacy. That's the formula. This is labeled as success and a life well-lived. Education, pay, acquisition, status, and then leaving acquisitions as our legacy. The concern here is everything in this cycle is externally directed. We have to ask ourselves this question. How does any of this support the growth and the eternal legacy of our soul? It doesn't. Many of us simply arrived at adulthood with a boatload of conditions and expectations, none of which had anything to do with who we really are or what we really needed to be successful at being who we really are. These external conditions and expectations are being confused with and substituted for our actual dreams. So we think that these ambitions are our dreams. And they're not. How many of our dreams are in their purest form, born from sheer inspiration, with no thought of financial gain, only the expansion of our soul and humanity? Are we pursuing our false dreams that are externally focused and not entirely our own? Are we pursuing the dreams that pave the pathway of our eternal purpose? So the pressing questions become, what makes our dreams purely our own and what defines a purpose-driven dream? The simple answer, a dream that is purely our own relates directly to our destiny 
and it is bigger than ourself and beyond our ability to fulfill. I'll say that again. A dream that is purely our own relates directly to our destiny, and it is bigger than ourself and beyond our ability to fulfill. Because of its divine origination and orchestration, a dream that is truly our own comes as a divine gift and requires divine inspiration, interpretation, divine intervention throughout its duration. For this is the only way that we can move forward and understand the impact and the magnitude. For even though we can see the dream in part and we feel it deeply, the magnitude and the impact of this divinely gifted dream goes beyond what we can see. It goes beyond our imagination. Our dreams are bigger than what we can see. We're seeing little pieces of it, the divine dream for ourselves, for our lives. But we struggle to try to connect to all of these small pieces of the dream, all of these distractions that come to us and say, we have to be ambitious, we have to be successful according to the small-minded definitions that this world offers and affords. We've got to look beyond this because our dreams that are purely our own are divine gifts that relate directly to our destiny. They are bigger than ourselves and beyond our ability to fulfill. Our dreams are not our own. They are either externally influenced or divinely inspired. We need to know the difference because most Mislabeled dreams are distractions. So this is why we must seek the one dream that is divine. So let's take away all the external pressure and go back to those three dreams that you listed. We take away all the external pressure, all the ambition, all of the success, all of the limited definitions that the world puts on us to aspire to. What do those dreams look like now? how much of those dreams are really ours and are the true divine gift that we were given to fulfill our purpose. Let's pause here for a moment. Take a deep breath and let's reflect on the biggest dreams that we've ever had. How long have you had your dream? So this is a time when we're going to write down we're going to write down some points again. I'm going to ask you seven questions about your biggest dream, and you're going to write it down. You ready? Okay, let's go. How long have you had this dream? So you can go back to your list of dreams, and you can write it down. How long have you had this dream? What makes it big? That's question number two. What makes this dream big? Number three, is it big financially? Or is it big in its impact to humanity? Or is it both? So question number three, is it big financially or big in its impact to humanity or both? Number four, what's more important about this dream to you? The impact to humanity 
or the financial payback? Where's the urgency? What's more important, the impact to humanity or the financial payback? Number five, what obstacles have you faced along the way in pursuit of this dream? Again, number five, what obstacles have you faced along the way in pursuit of this dream? Number six, are you still pursuing this dream today? Again, number six, are you still pursuing this dream today? And number seven, and the final question in this series of questions, are you disappointed and discouraged by the journey so far? Or are you still inspired to fulfill it? So again, that question is, are you disappointed and discouraged by the journey so far? Or are you still inspired to fulfill it? So now let's take a moment to put our dreams in perspective. I know I've put a lot out there, and we're just going to continue to think about it and digest it and dissect it. But first and foremost, let's take a moment to put our dreams into perspective. Okay. So first and foremost, let's take away the pressure to accumulate money. Okay. So if that was your big dream, take it off the table. Just take it right off the table. Okay. Imagine money is no longer a factor or a motivator for you pursuing your dreams. Would you still pursue this dream while in possession of all the money you needed, guaranteed? When money is the primary motivation and you would not pursue that dream otherwise, then consider getting another dream. Consider getting a new dream, okay? One that begins and ends with discovering your purpose rather than the pursuit of financial gain. So how many dreams dropped off that dream board? <laughs> Don't answer that. We'll, we'll get back to that. So many of us put money in places it simply does not belong. Money should never be allowed to be the purpose of our dream. A dream that is truly our own simply exists as an internal reference point that effortlessly emerges from our imagination to lovingly remind us of our purpose, especially when our external circumstances cannot. With a dream, there's no scheming necessary. There's no scheming required. It's a reminder of the big picture that God is moving us into. When you find a dream beyond money, fame, and fortune, you have found a dream that serves as the compass and the North Star for the journey through eternity. You see, fake dreams are a dime a dozen. Unless you have discovered the one dream that costs you everything and in its fulfillment leaves your soul empty and completely poured out. Don't even bother with it. I'm going to say that again. Dreams are a dime a dozen when they're fake. Unless you have discovered the one dream that costs you everything and in its fulfillment, it leaves your soul empty, completely poured out. Don't bother with it. Pouring out our soul is not to void our state of being or our sense of being. Pouring out our soul is to take our soul to completion and to our true fulfillment. 
Dreams are not forgetting things to fill up our soul. Dreams are to remind us all of all we are and all we have to give. All we have to give until we're empty. Not void, just emptied. Meaning that we have discovered all we are and have purposed and determined to give all we have discovered within ourselves freely for the good of all, forever. So this brings us to reason number two, why we are still searching for the fulfillment of our dreams. There is no there to get to. Everything we are to be is within us, awaiting our recognition. Trying to hold on to anything worth sharing within us is a waste. For in this time-bound experience of life, what is not shared does not get to those who are to truly benefit from our very existence. I'll repeat that. Trying to hold on to anything worth sharing that is within us is a waste, for it is in this time-bound experience of life that we must share, because what is not shared does not get to those who are to benefit from our very existence. Okay? So remember this. We contain everything we need. We only need to look within The kingdom of God is within. This is why every idea within us should be released and shared freely with those who can take action on cultivating them further. This is the ideal for every life and soul. The issue is that we are so far from this ideal that we live our lives chasing paper instead of pursuing purpose and sharing everything that is designed and destined to flow through us. We need to pursue our purpose and share everything that is designed and destined to flow through us. We're too busy figuring out how to sell ourselves in lieu of giving ourselves. We're supposed to give of ourselves. In all of this busyness trying to figure out how to sell ourselves, position ourselves, create our brand, we suffer through a life that seems slow and limited. When if we let go of all of that extra stuff and we dig deep to the point of where we understand our divine dreams, we could experience a life of extremely abundant energy and experience the endless flow of inspiration. We get this abundant energy and this endless flow of inspiration when we seek to give first before we seek to get. So this doesn't mean that we go and give everything away foolishly and recklessly, all of our energy, all of our time, and just go, 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 go. No. It means that we give as we are inspired and divinely led to give in balance and harmony with our energy for both our physical and spiritual needs. And our physical and spiritual needs include our emotional and financial needs. And all of those obligations are met when we look inside and stop seeking outside for all of these ambitions and confusing our ambitions with our dreams and start saying, okay, God, I need to pursue my purpose 
What is that? When we're not flowing in balance, life works lovingly to empty our soul. So we can discover exactly who we are when there's nothing inside of us or outside of us to distract us from what we need to flow through us. This is the stripped-down experience, and a lot of us have gone through it. We're pursuing all these dreams. We're pursuing, we're pursuing, we're pursuing. We're running, we're running, we're running ourselves ragged. We're tired, we're exhausted. And then all of a sudden, things just fall apart. Everything falls apart. Everything that we worked for, gone. And these stripped-down experiences, we unfairly label as losses. We're taught to label these stripped-down experiences as losses. But the exact opposite is true. When life works to lovingly empty our souls so that we can discover exactly who we are, takes away all of those distractions from the inside and the outside so that we can truly flow with divine energy, this emptiness is the beginning of self-discovery. In these circumstances, we seek God. That's the point of those strip-downs. So sometimes we feel like we're losing our dreams or we've lost a dream, but it's not the dream that we're losing. It's the opportunity that we're gaining to discover our true self, to be faithful enough to let go of everything so we can get a glimpse of who we really are and what we really need to do. See, sometimes in these circumstances we seek God, and that's the whole point for us to seek God. However, we start to seek God, and then we start asking him the wrong questions. Why, Lord? Why this strip down? How could you let this happen? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But the truth is, how else could God, in his great love, reveal us unless our souls have been laid bare? The real question to ask here is, what is your plan for my life at this moment, Abba? Father, my source. Seeing what is in our soul, the good, the bad, the scary, is necessary. This is how we become self-aware, connected to God without distraction, connected to all that is pure and infinite. Yet many of us don't cross into the realm of peaceful self-becoming because the journey through the stripped-down process is too painful. So we interrupt the process, this ever-so-necessary process. We interrupt it with distractions. We start trying to find stuff to bring in instead of actually letting go. We need to bite down, face the fire, and accept all we are. And in this revelation process, we see what's beautiful and we see what's undesirable. And then we can clearly make a choice to be, not to have, not to get, but to be, be more. We rarely let our soul completely empty itself of everything that's there blocking our flow of inspiration. The things that have cluttered our soul blocks our flow of inspiration and the energy that's required for the fulfillment of our purpose. Our soul must completely empty itself of every distraction, every heartache, 
every pain, every experience, every externally influenced dream. We hold on to these things and we desperately think that they will make us feel satisfied when it's the letting go of everything that allows us to become one with everything. Instead of trying to hold on to things and ideas and and all of these influences and struggle endlessly to make our financially focused dreams happen on our own for pride's sake, we can choose to just let go and become aware of everything that's ever been a part of our experience. And then from this place of complete emptiness, we can look within ourselves and to God, undistracted, and recognize the opportunity to choose what really and truly excites us about being alive and well and balanced from the soul level. And from this place, we pursue this dream, pure and simple and fully inspired, becoming who we really are. So at this time, I invite you to take this brave new step with me. Are you ready? Here's the step. Stop asking God to fulfill our dreams. Cross every dream off the list. Instead, ask our Father in heaven to fill us with his dream for our lives and to bring it to fruition through us with the right people at the right time. Remember, To discover our purpose is to let go of every dream we've ever had for ourselves, to become a person that we've never dreamed of being, and a human being that we ourselves could not recognize. Just like Joseph had his many dreams, his journey was that of emptiness, isolation, and loss. But that was the journey that brought him to the throne saved the world, and brought his family together safely home. Now let's answer some questions. You know, you, you, your first question was, what are your biggest dreams? Um, and one of my dreams has always been to, you know, own land and property, but also to have my family, all of my family, on the same land, you know, whether we're like five minutes apart or whatever, but to have all of us together, you know. Um, And another dream also is to uh, have a successful um, Reiki practice where I can help heal or, you know, help other people to heal themselves. Um, and that's by allowing the power of God to come through and do the healing, of course, but I'd have to be a, um, a conduit. Um, so I'm going to ask you the, the seven-part questions. The first one you said was how long – see, I just wrote how long, but now i got to – I'm going to go back and listen to this again, but what was the first of the seven-part questions? You said how long? So how long? How long have you had this dream? And and before dream? we get into that, um, Jabari, you said two things that struck me, and the exciting thing about it is you said together, 
right? You said together, yes. and you said healing. Yes. So the two things, the two most important parts of your dream that you can feel that require nothing physical is togetherness mm-hmm. and healing. And this is where we have to strip our dreams down to the core and ask whether or not we have received what we are feeling already because we keep interrupting it with, I need land, I need this, I need that. Togetherness and healing require no time and space, require no land. We physically interpret land as a gathering place, and yes, physically we can gather on a piece of land, but the togetherness that you're looking for in your family transcends land, physicality. It is pure spirit. And the healing that you desire to give doesn't even require a name. Reiki is an opportunity and an option to move and share energy, but healing comes from speaking one word creating a vibratory expression of yourself that will consistently heal each and every time. Laying hands on each other, togetherness, you can speak a word to your family across the sea, the ocean, and it reach them. Case in point, you called me this morning to ask me which song should you play. I didn't even have it in my mind to play a song this morning. And I remembered the song, Dreams. And it all came together. That required no scheming, no pre-planning. And the song and the, the discussion manifested on its own accord because you acted on an, a, an impulse, an inspiration to call me this morning. So the togetherness, the family and the healing that was necessary in the situation, you facilitated that, and it was effortless, and you weren't even fully aware of the magnitude of the impact of your call. And so you have your dream is here. So look at how you can act on it in the spiritual, and do not let the physical deter you, because it is what we cannot see that is most powerful and eternal. So bring your family together in spirit and heal with your word. Near or far, or lay hands and know that Reiki is just a word and an option. Everything that is inside you is pure energy from God. And your spoken word, your hands, your ability to be obedient and do things, like call a friend in the morning and ask a question, that is all a part of the fulfillment of who you are and the divine dream that God has for all of us that's connected. So I love you and your dream are already fulfilled. Thank you. I'm leaving it right there. I love you back. (laughs) What comes through us is so much bigger than we can put into words. We feel our dreams, first of all. Yes. We feel the energy and the love that goes with it. Because there's a big difference between the feeling of love and emotions. Emotions are from external stimulation and external influences. But love, which is the true feeling, it's love. And we experience the feeling of love as warmth and joy and enlightenment. So 
when we look at our dreams, we're, we're not just seeing them or articulating them with words. We are feeling, we are 100% immersed in the dream, in this tapestry that love has weaved for us, and, and we feel it. And we see it. But what we're not realizing and what we're not taught is that we're only seeing pieces of this larger picture that God has designed, and it's all connected. Yes. But we have to begin to unravel and debunk the myths and take away the extra distractions. We have to begin to get that sight, that insight that allows us to see the difference between all of the pressures and expectations and things that have been put upon us and now start saying, okay, I'm going to release it all. I'm going to let go of every ambition. I'm going to look, let go of every idea. I am going to start over because I know there's something in me. But what is it? There's so much I want to give and I feel it so strongly. I don't even have words for it. And I see it, but it's bigger than me, and I can't do it alone, and who should I do it with? And we're supposed to be doing it together, but everybody's distracted. They're all pursuing mm. these fake dreams. These distractions take us away from us being able to be still and allow God to reveal the part of the puzzle, the mystery that is ours to bring to the group. And so we put it all together, mm. and that becomes eternity. That becomes life. That becomes who we are. That becomes humanity as one. Mm. Yes, we yes, must yes. begin to see the difference. And this is the beginning. Father God, I give up all my dreams and every ambition to you. Fill me with your dream. And then fulfill it through me. Take it to completion. He who has yeah. begun a good work in me, in you, is able to complete it. Yes. By faith. By faith. In, yes. Amen. Phew. Thank you again. Perspective is power.